各位听众朋友，大家好，欢迎收听今天的野外中文播客。Today we're going to do language in the wild to a beat. Today's topic is 喜鹊喜鹊 or magpie. We have a lot of magpies around us. They're ripping awesome birds.、Um, and what's super interesting is the cultural difference we have about magpies. So in a second, we'll play the 喜鹊 Uh, music. You'll get to know their bird call. You'll hopefully when you come, you'll be able to hear it and know right away that's a xichue, xichue. So first of all, let's talk about a little bit of the difference. So they're super smart birds,、um, and generally in、uh, Western context, I feel you guys may disagree with me, but I feel they're considered kind of like sneaky,、uh, pesky birds. Like、uh, people don't really have a fondness towards magpies. If you have mag magpies where you're from, xichue, then、uh, you may disagree with me. But they're kind of generally considered, yeah, like a like a crow or raven, kind of a sneaky punk <laughs> bird,、uh, kind of a jerk, kind of bossy.、Uh, but the exact opposite is true in China. So in the characters for xichue, xi is xihuan de xi. And this is one of the most important characters you'll see in China. They have xi, like the double, the shuang xi, like the two xi huan de xi on their doors all over the place, like this double happiness.、Uh, two magpies, like a picture of two magpies, is like the symbol of double happiness. So this is like the lucky bird. It's literally the lucky bird, the happy bird.、Uh, it's just super important in Chinese culture. This xi chue, and so if you see a, a xi chue, it's generally considered good fortune. And it's generally considered very lucky, kind of like a. It's very similar to a bat in China. How that is lucky, bian fu.、Uh, bats、um, have that fu, which sounds like zhu fu, the fu that blessings. And so, like the kind of interesting, these two birds that we consider kind of dark or a little bit scary or a little bit tricky,、uh, maybe pesky, would be the exact opposite in Chinese culture. Just want to interrupt myself and say that a bat is not a bird. <laughs> I listen back. 蝙蝠不是鸟 What is a bat? It's a mammal. Very cool mammal. But back to the original programming. So real quick, why is a xichue considered such a、uh, lucky animal?、Um, from my understanding, there's these there's a few different folk tales that it comes from, and we're going to learn more about these stories later. So I'm not going to go into detail. But perhaps you've heard about 织女 Jernu and Niolang, these two. It's the weaver girl and Niolang, like the what is it? The shepherd boy. He's like the cow, the cowherd. Yeah, he's the cowherd. And so these two kind of.、Uh, it's a Romeo and Juliet story. These two forbidden lovers that can't come together. And we'll be reading the story in English and Chinese later. But、uh, they are banished away from each other. And every year this happens. Again, we'll read more about this story later. But、uh, it is a flock of xichue. It's a flock of magpies that come. It's every year. It's on the Chinese equivalent of a Valentine's Day, Qiyue Qihao. So on the seven seven,、um, it's also called Qixi,、uh, is what you'd kind of call this Valentine's Day, this Qixi festival.、Um, and this is where、uh, every year, Zhenu and Niolang can cross this、uh, the Silver River. To meet together, and it's the magpies that a, a flock of magpies of Shichue that form the bridge for them to meet. So they're kind of the symbol of bringing lovers together, bringing people together. So again, so different than the American、uh, context. 
Um, there's also really cool stories about, uh, you've maybe never heard of the Chinese minority, the Manzu, the Manchurians, the Manchu people, the Manzu. They're a really interesting uh, minority. They're the invaders from the north that took over. And they were actually the ones that were in, um, running China for that last dynasty, that Qing dynasty, right before the very last dynasty, uh, before uh, Sun Yat-sen, Sun Zhongshan, and then uh, uh, that whole modern history. The, we won't go into that now. But the, the Manchurians were the one that ran uh, China for their final empire. Now, they have uh, the magpie is even more than lucky to them. The magpie is like part of their uh, heritage. It says their people came from a goddess named uh, Fukulon or something. Uh, I can't remember how you pronounce that. Uh, but a magpie dropped this beautiful red fruit um, in front of this goddess, and she gave birth to the kind of the forefather of the Manchurian people. There's another story of a magpie saving kind of this this boy who later on uh, went on to lead uh, the Manchurians, and uh, and uh, so this magpie is just super important in their heritage. So it was a sacred animal to them. So this Xi Chue. Xi Chue, very different in China, uh, kind of the symbolism. And it's interesting how symbolism of animals changes all over the world. Um, but we'll see them a lot here in Malad. They're all over. They're super interesting birds. They have passed. Uh, they're so intelligent. They've passed what's called the Turing test. This means that they can identify themselves in a mirror. So if you put something on their face uh, they can, and they look in a mirror, they can know that that's them and they can wipe it off. So only a few animals can pass this test. It's really interesting. It's like uh, elephants, chimpanzees, dolphins. They can all pass this Turing test, this mirror test, and humans, obviously. And so, uh, but magpies are this hyper-intelligent animal. Um, there's a guy here locally that has tells us stories of magpies and crows and ravens that what they find a dead animal on the ground, this guy's watched. It's really interesting to me because they've got these little beaks. They can't tear into a, like a large mammal carcass. Let's say if they find a deer, a loo on the ground, they'll fly and guide a golden eagle in, um, a golden eagle into that carcass. And so they'll rely on the big strong golden eagle to kind of rip it open so they can get inside. And they do all sorts of cute, amazing, smart things. Uh, if you see their nests, they have two entrances in their nest so they can escape either way. Sometimes, maybe we'll even see them in June, but their babies, the little chicks, there's usually three of them, these kind of, they're big balls of sticks. These big kind of, uh, yeah, they're kind of just a, a big ball of sticks is how you describe their nest. And their babies, because the magpies' tails get really long, they have to jump out of the nest for their tails to grow. So they have this really vulnerable time or they're on the ground and they can't fly X, their tails have grown. And that's, uh, I picked up several of these magpie um, uh, little chicks when they're jumping around, they're kind of like teenagers and they can't fly yet. And they're kind of, they kind of just hold still. I try to collect them because our cats will get them. So sometimes we've tried feeding them. It hasn't worked out very well, but oftentimes you'll find this cute little magpie hiding in the grass, holding still because it can't fly. It's waiting for its tail to grow and its parents will come and feed it. Really amazing birds. Uh, you'll be hearing the sounds here of the Xi Chue. And uh, when you come to camp, uh, when you hear those sounds, hopefully right away, you think Xi Chue. All right, have a good listen, and we'll see you on in the, in the next podcast. Zaijian. Xi Chue. Xi Chue. Xi Chue.
喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊喜鹊